And we're good. We're live. We're live. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, my friend. How was your week? Um, good. I've trained a lot this week. Me too. Yeah. So I'm like really sore. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. It's in the air, you know? And there's a lot of ash and dust in the air in my living room because my, my fireplace needed cleaned out. Mm-hmm. So the chimney sweep. Out. Well, no, we had the chimney sweep come and then so we're using the fireplace again and now like I had to breathe in some ash and so I'm all like yeah, yeah, yeah. asthma-y this week. Yeah. Breathe it out a little bit. Yeah. So other than that, I'm good, man. But yeah, not a lot of training this week. Basically good. smoked like 50 packs of cigs right to the face when the chimney gets fucked up. Pretty much. Pow! Yeah, you know, I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive. Right, right. Yeah, uh, we have the mm. classic two roasting Joes. Front porch blend. Front porch blend. Got cacao, yeah? And yeah. coconut oil. Cacao and coconut oil. Ooh, so yeah. good. Throwback, delicious. Yep. It was snowy and cold. And it was, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I need, I finished off um, my bag of snow angel this morning, so ah. it's always a sad day mm. when you finish off the snow angel. I got I got plenty left. Yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll probably give you a bag today. Yeah. You don't have you to. I mean, I just have. We have to go to the store tomorrow. I'm just saying I ran out today. It but, might. You know, it might. It might be gone now. Fuck. You're right. Mm-hmm. I always get too much. It's approaching the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But I have my vacuum sealed coffee thing. Yeah. So I have a, like a bag and a half in there. Yeah. You're so good. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Last week's episode, Momentum is Up and Live. Momentum is Up and Live. That's a good one. I oh, like that one a lot. I forgot to, I want to give this to you. It's for your neck, sir. Oh my god, a neck pillow. Yes. I need this so tremendously bad. And uh, I want to point something out, too. Mm-hmm. That, um, see this little zipper? Mm-hmm. You can restuff it. Ah, sweet. So if it ever gets a little flat on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I sleep on that thing every night, dude. I bet. Right on oh my neck. Oh my god, that's and great. Put a pillow on the top of my head a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so wonderful. Oh. That's like so next level. I worry about you, dude. I tell you, thank you. It's actually feeling phenomenal, actually. It's feeling good? Recently, yeah. Yes. So it's everything's okay. Hey, you got another dog, too. Yeah, dogs all around you, man. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, love dogs. Yeah, a bunch of dogs in tiny yards. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, my neck has been great, actually. So, because mm. uh, I've been doing like the movement for grappling stuff yeah. and strengthening, and then it's like, uh, I mean, uh. other stuff that I know and picked up and then. You know, I, I, I grab the thing in my jaw, like Hicks, and then I just like, I stretch it out, you know, yeah. Nice. Um, so you're developing a routine. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And I, I'm, now I'm just like folding it into classes too. Like I make the kids oh, do it. We were just doing it, like good. hanging good. out. Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really like normalizing that. Cause like over the years, like that was sort of something I ignored. It was like my neck, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I would it'd get banged up or whatever. It would heal pretty quickly. Yeah. Because I was young. <laughs> yeah, because you're so old. Cause I, well, yeah. Uh, but I'm noticing, you know. You got some miles on you. I noticed that the edge is, <laughs> you know, has some chips in it, you know. Yeah, you got a few miles on you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, just making that a routine and making that mm. normal and, like, it's a huge part of my day, really. Like, I, in my head, I was like... Uh. You know, you spend too much time doing nothing. Like, it's like, well, you're not doing nothing. You're actually very actively recovering and like doing these things. That like, mm-hmm. but it made, in my head though, it was cool because it was like normal. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you seem like you're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You should be able to do another thing then. But you know, and then I added listening to podcasts and like doing notes and whatnot. You know, so that's cool. That's super cool. <clears throat> I was just like think back to when like you hear about like Bruce Lee like doing splits and reading a book and reciting whatever. Do that when I watch basketball games, man. Yeah, yeah. Do splits and watch basketball games. Yeah. <clears throat> we get into this week, dog. We get into this week. Ah, uh, so mm-hmm. I've been reading Richard Blant- Branson, Losing My Virginity. Yeah, yeah. Every night before bed, so I read like two or three pages, but mm-hmm. I wanted to read a little bit of the passage of chapter 15. Yep. Right at the beginning. Alright. So, here we go. Take my glasses off. <laughs> I can't see with them on. <laughs> Alright, so. So I'm often asked why I go in for record-breaking challenges with either power boats or hot air balloons. People point out that with success, money, and a happy family, I should stop putting myself and them at risk and enjoy what I am so lucky to have. This is an obvious truth, and part of me wholeheartedly agrees with it. I love life, I love my family, and I'm horrified by the idea of being killed and leaving Joan without a husband and Holly and Sam without a father. But... Another part of me is driven to try new adventures, and I still find that I want to push myself to my limits. 
All right, so, um, all right, I'll be the whole thing. That's great. <laughs> Go deep. <laughs> if I were to think about it more carefully, I would say that I love to experience as much as I can of life. The physical adventures I have been involved in have added a special dimension to my life that has reinforced the pleasure I take in my business. If I had refused to um, contemplate skydiving, hot air ballooning, or crossing the Atlantic in a boat, I think that my life would have been the dollar for it. I never think that I'm going to die by accident, but if I were to die, then all I can say is that I was wrong and the hardened realists who kept their feet on the ground were right. But at least I tried. Apart from the thrill of the actual event, I love the preparation for it. A tremendous sense of camaraderie builds up within the team when we're preparing for a challenge. And if we're going after a record, there is not only the uh, technological challenge, but also a great feeling of patriotism as the public cheers us on. There used to be a great many British explorers, um, all in the best tradition of Scott of the Antarctic, and I feel proud to follow in their footsteps. All right, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to talk about that today. I like it. Just. That's a lot. You Having experiences, mm -hmm. like actual experiences in life, rather than, yeah, I mean, you, know, you could die, you could get hurt, mm -hmm. you could fail. But at least it was real. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, no, totally. So, <clears throat> it's funny because, like, recently, like, I've felt, like, restless. Like, I need, I'm in need of an adventure now, mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah, I feel you. So, and that, like, up and coming is going to be competing and kind of, like, running around and doing that a little bit again. But I also need, like, something else. You know, and like a couple of things here that just didn't like work out. You know, like I tried to make them work out and like it didn't just pan out the way I needed it to. Yeah. Um, so I'm still like, it's almost like I'm anxious to like do an event. You know what I mean? Like do an event, but I don't want to like force one. You know, you can't force um, one. Yeah. You know, um, granted you have to plan for certain things yeah. and whatnot, but you can't just like force it's, that experience. Um, mm -hmm. But I automatically think just when you bring that up, like, experiences of traveling around and training and competing and doing mm -hmm. different things with different people and just seeing different things. Yeah. And it was like, that was a huge drive behind why you, I would work a shitty job to like have enough money to go train and <laughs> yeah. whatever. You know? like, Everything was just for training. Yeah. But yeah. so you could go travel and do things and go exactly. hang out with this person and go to that tournament. And, yeah. You know. And those are some of the most like enriching experiences, you know, like going to New York and running through Times Square and seeing crazy shit and being like mm -hmm. just packed into Times Square, like sardines, you know? Oh yeah. Just interesting, fun, different stuff like that. I don't know. Just in Iceland, you know, and yeah. the Iceland thing, different which, things. You know, and I, and in this yeah. upcoming year we'll do different stuff. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> I, you know, all those things wouldn't have happened without wanting to get out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It was easy to stay and do whatever and like get a weird comfortable job or whatever. And uh, But I just have an enriching life mm -hmm. of, you know, Richard Branson's a guy, even at this point, he was pretty fucking rich. This was like 85, 86 mm -hmm. at this point in the book. And he's not even close to what he is now. Yeah. But he was kind of at the beginning of, uh. Yeah, I should jump in that boat, mm -hmm. see if I can make it across the other. Or, you know, I should get in that hot air balloon. Like, I think that's what this chapter is going to be about, is one of those first experiences. Mm -hmm. But he still wanted to get after it. Yeah. And it's almost like he had the job to make enough money to be able to do the thing you really wanted it. to do to be yeah. able to get after it. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's just on a, what seems to be a grander scale, but it's the exact same thing as you and me saving yeah. up for tournaments, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. the same mindset. It just, it makes... It makes life more worth living if you have an adventure. You know, I always say I want to have a good story to tell. Mm -hmm. You have to live a cool life to tell good stories. Yeah, you have yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, like, and, I, and I'll have this internal battle, like, uh, and again, it's just like my routines, like I like to go to bed early, like to mm -hmm. do this, you know, so mm -hmm. like you kind of like get in that, uh, I don't want to say like slump, because it's not a slump, it's a routine that has, that leads to a very productive it's life, but. Yeah, you need to break that cycle yeah, but sometimes. It's, and like, it's still a routine. Yeah, you gotta you know. get the adventure in there and fuck it up and mix the machine up. Yep. You know? So, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> the, I just think it's super important to like find a way to do that. Hmm. <clears throat> That's, I mean, again, like, like you said, like what scale is it to? 
you know? You know, and it's, I mean, ultimately it's going to be the same experience. Like, we're, whether we're going across the world in a hot air balloon or we're just going to a big tournament. Yeah. It, it emotionally, I think, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Probably they have to prepare for it. You have to save for it. You have a team together. It's you it, go and you it do it. It's you know boils down to the experiences along the way. Like yeah. you know you have this mm-hmm. one thing in mind. Like if it's a tournament or whatever. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you know you're gonna go and you're doing that, and so you're very focused on that. But like everything along the way mm-hmm. is the best. That adds like, up. That's the stories. Yeah, and those are the stories, yeah. and that's like because you're like mm-hmm. staying up late because you're cutting weight. You feel yeah. like shit. Your friend is like drunk in the bathtub. Yeah. Like you know, just weird stuff like that. Like. <laughs> Um, These are the kind of things do happen. Yeah. <laughs> I have a buddy who like I have a buddy who like passed out in the bathtub once and like the water was running and like he was slipping under and like my one buddy went in and just like turned the water off and like unplugged it. <laughs> He's just like, thank me later. <laughs> uh, you won't so, die, but if you puke it'll be easy to clean up. Yeah. So, so that was just just weird goofy shit. Uh, you know. That was that I wouldn't take back in a second no because like you can't it's like shit you can't make up and if you do talk about it people think you made it up mm-hmm. and they're like but oh, you know like it's totally real I was, you know I was a shy kid and a you know, mm. reserved person and whatnot. so like uh, it, that's again like another way that I wouldn't like I wouldn't just like jump into something you know what I mean yeah it's sort of almost your avenue into adventure exactly uh, if you're a really reserved person you're not necessarily going to I want to say not take like You'll still take chances, but personal chances. Yeah. But to put yourself into a group is a way to sort of drag yourself into that group experience. Mm-hmm. And be like safety and numbers sort of thing, or you know. Yeah, you can almost hide in it, but then you still get to have the experience yeah. and learn from it. But you didn't initiate it. You're not the one running it. You know, you know all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> like, like, I wanted to go to Iceland in 20, 2018. When did I go? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, I want to yeah. go twenty eighteen. I remember you talking about that, and then like, but again, like, it just didn't pan out, all that stuff. And the next year, like, again, if I weren't, you kept pursuing it, man. Yeah, I kept pursuing it in the back of my head, but then like, and then Brooke and I got together, and we, that was great. And I was like, hey, you want to go to Iceland? And like, we we created a team experience, and it was really fun. You know, the process leading up to, you know, and then going there, and then coming back. So, what kind of ties back in the momentum thing? You didn't let it Mm -hmm. slip. Yeah, even though it kind of failed right initially. Right, you're like, no, keep going. Well, that was the thing, like, Uh yeah, like, there was a lot of, like, tournaments and stuff that I really wanted to pursue and, like, have, and, like, Worlds, like, when I went to Worlds and stuff, it was, like, because I, you know, I didn't have any fucking money, so, like, I was like, all right, I gotta save this money, I did this thing, like, you know, and each dollar mattered and whatnot, so. It gives you, it's so funny, money is such a funny thing of, I don't know how I want to put this, you're gonna spend it anyway? Yeah, no matter how much you have or how much you spend, yeah, it's all going to go away regardless. And that's well, even so, on the other side of that too. Like I've had to, I know that part of it, but I've also had to convince myself like there's gonna be more money coming in. Yeah, and there's always. I'm not like be an more. invalid, like yeah. you know, I'm not checked out of society yes. like at the moment. So I don't know, we kind of are, but yeah, well, like, a little you know, bit productive. Yeah, yeah we're productive. We're, we're still just not necessarily it. there. Yeah, yeah, we're still doing it. Yeah. Um, we're doing our part, but like, um, but yeah, just I don't know. But just not the like so many people fear that they're going to waste it. Yeah, and it's okay. You have to. What do you? What What is your idea of a waste? Mm-hmm. You know, like I just got rid of cable because we weren't really watching cable. Yeah. Of course, right when the UFC goes on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. But um, I got ESPN Plus. It's like five bucks. It's fine. But there's you know, there's a way it pans yeah. out. You know, but like it pans out. Like, what am I wasting my money on? I mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on training and traveling mm-hmm. when I was in my teens and twenties. Yeah, and I looked like, back at that. I could have done I could have done a lot of other stuff with that money. Exactly. But what the hell else would it have been? Right, right. Like that's what I wanted to do, and yeah. it was fun, and it was just you know like I look at other like I, you know, other people my age haven't had a tenth of the experiences that I have, mm-hmm. even though I'm viewed. In my age group, as a, a, I don't know, as a failure in many yeah. ways, people don't know how to take me. They're just like, you know, right? You, you know, you don't make any money. You don't have a job. You don't do anything. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where you been? What you done? How many how many injuries you had? Mm-hmm. Any surgeries? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like someone yeah. trying to discount that sort of thing. Yeah, someone wants to discount it, but then they turn around and they're like, oh, I wish I would have done this. When yeah, I was young. I'm like, yeah. It's like, oh, I fucking did, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh-huh. the thing too. It's like. 
you see like weird fucking uh, what are they called? The little like infograph things on Instagram, like doofus fucking idiot McGee put it together and slapped it on Instagram. It has like nine thousand likes. That's a whole other thing I can get into. It pisses me off. <laughs> but like, now some of those I do like. Some of them are really some cool. Are really, some of them are good I, on info. Some of them are really yeah. The the ones that are like just what's good is good. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, what's but bad then there's is also bad. some bullshit propaganda but, but, ones. <laughs> yeah, but there's also there's no you know. There's one the other day that I saw. I was like, yeah. this is what to eat at McDonald's. I was like, paid for by McDonald's. Like motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like come on. That's the thing. If you're going to go to McDonald's, go to McDonald's, dog. I'll fucking go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I don't really eat out, but if yeah. I'm going to go to fast food, I can't go into fucking fast food. Like, yeah. Don't try to, don't pretend to be healthy. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get don't, stuff. don't put on the mask. Yeah. yeah come on. <laughs> yeah, like money is just a really interesting aspect, and I've had, like, I've had to change my relationship with money mm. over the years because, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was just I've learned to appreciate every single dollar more, you know, every dollar I earn. But also, like, I look back and like look how like any money that I've made really almost like immediately reinvests into like training or learning or like mm-hmm. living the lifestyle to continue to do that. So like it's mm-hmm. a constant reinvestment anyway. So yeah, if you view it as a reinvestment, then you start to spend it differently. Yeah. So like yeah. um you know I'm I'm at a home improvement stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Mike gets to see my home improve all the time, even though it's often a mess. But um it makes me appreciate in the future, <laughs> you know, hopefully I'll have a house and stuff. And it makes me appreciate that process you have to, early. So I'll teach you how to replace shit affordably. <laughs> but um but something my wife had to kind of drill into my head early on is I'm I'm I grew up really poor and so um all my money went to training. Mm-hmm. And so I would I oftentimes wouldn't get the best things of certain things. I kinda of make do with what I have. Yeah. And she was always like, buy the best fucking version so it lasts. I'm like, yeah. I don't really need that. She's like, too bad. You're getting a new car. Yeah, you're getting yeah, yeah. A, you know, I'm not getting the That's level one. You're getting the level three. I'm like, but it's a lot. It's not that much. You're going to make it last forever. And so, yeah. like, I just got new garage doors. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at them, and I was looking at the mid-level, and then I looked at the high level, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, Fuck it, I'm getting the best one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Get, I'm getting the best one with all the insulation and all the fucking extra shit, because my my mid level sort of crappy garage doors are almost twenty years old. Yeah. So what if I get this high ass level one that's yeah. five hundred dollars extra? Yeah. Like it's gonna last forever. Exactly. And it's gonna be insulated. And, and usually when you have like that type of shit, it's like covered by some warranty. That's, that's what I'm saying. So it's fucking good. So like, I'm just getting the nice one. And now my wife, like, I do that down because she'll still remind me. I was handling it and before she'd go to work in the morning, she's like, get the good one, man. Yeah. Just do it. Right. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, I know, I know, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that for sure. Because yeah, you, that's a weird thing about like, when you have like, you're skimping for uh, on like brand name shit or whatever. Like just put this away to turn it up, put this away for turn, travel, yeah. put this away for whatever. Like, um, and then like later in life you need to like teach yourself. Don't, you don't need to skimp. This will last. Yeah. Like it'll last. It's an investment. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, something that will pay for itself or, you know, something that might eventually give you money, you know, or yeah. pay back something like that. Oh, I just thought of a funny example of that. How to start small with that idea. Mm-hmm. You know, something I never skimped on. Socks. Mm-hmm. I always buy Adidas socks. Yeah. yeah, I have done this since I was in high school. Yeah, I discovered Adidas socks on sale at Goodies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Goodies even exists anymore in Athens, but it was like a sporting goods. It was a store, like a clothing store. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are the best socks ever. I'm only wearing Adidas socks from now on. But I was always really weirdly particular about it. Of I would buy them in certain places, or I'd find an outlet store and stock up. Mm-hmm. People would be like, "Why in the hell do you always wear Adidas socks?" I'm like. Get a pair. Yeah. And then there's Treat someone, yourself. Like, like New York Greg. I, he wears Adidas socks. I'm the one who turned them on to him. He asked me, like, it was like weird. I'm like, get some. And he got some. He's like, oh damn, God. dude. I see why you do this. Yeah. yeah, see? Socks, man. Yeah. But, you know, start with something small and almost weird. Mm-hmm. For me, it was socks. Like, the socks were the first thing. And then I'm, I'm an Adidas junkie. I just like Adidas pants. Mm-hmm. Shoes, I've come and go with. Um... I like my old school Adidas. I don't really do like their athletic stuff anymore because they don't have a lot of zero drop stuff. It's too chunky anymore. Yeah. But um, like my pants, my uniforms, I'm I'm stupid about uniforms. Like 
I have, yeah. you know, my Taekwondo uniforms are very specific brands. So is that almost like, yeah. <laughs> do you think that's in my head, this is kind of what it is? Do you think it's like a tie-in to like when Batman has like nine suits in a row, they're all like fucking like nice and uniform and like you want that same sort of like, I want my Adidas, I want my this. And my, yeah. when I was a kid, I had like, one, I was like kind of like a fat kid, so I wore like, you know, just kind of bigger, chunkier clothes, but it was fucking gray, or I'm sorry, um, uh, like forest green cargo shorts. Oh, hell yeah. A white Old Navy t-shirt with a pocket. Oh, pocket tee. And a hat. Yeah. I had like nine pairs of that, and that's what I would fucking Find what you like. Like, I do that too, man. I have like, you know, I wear the same shit every day, basically. If it's mm -hmm. cold out, I wear track pants and like, like a Henley or like long sleeve, like kind of light sweatshirt thing. Yeah. Right? Excuse me. And when it's warm out, I wear mini capris and bro tanks, you know, and my chandel. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's like my uniform. But like, it's funny how um, you sort of develop those weird little habits. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny that when people don't have those, when I don't have like, this is the thing that I get. Yeah. Like how I am with olive oil. Mm -hmm. I have like two brands of olive oil that I'll buy. And that's it. Yeah. You know, I'll go, if there's an olive oil store, I'll go taste. Right. I mean, I'll find a new one. Or like coffee. Stupid specific with my coffee. Yeah. But here's the thing is I spend less money on all that than anybody else does. Yeah. And they think I spend more because it's like high-end fancy shit. Right. But I'm like, I use less. It lasts a long time. I, yeah. <clears throat> to realize that, I think, you know, going back to the whole like saving for an adventure thing is funneling all my cash into my adventure helped me learn to do that mm -hmm. because yeah. like you can't just be random right and if you and if you get cheap shit especially if you train mm -hmm. like you get this if you train you wear shit out mm -hmm. so you'll know what's you, cheap and what's you'll not. know what's cheap and what's not so people are like why well, you spend a hundred dollars on a pair of shoes i'm like these shoes will last for five years it's like do you see what you want to see what i'm yeah. gonna do to them yeah <laughs> beat the yeah, shit out. might last for 10 years you know yeah. like I'll, I'm gonna crush these things every day. Yeah. Uh, and then I won't have to get new ones, and my socks will still be tight. Like, look at that. Pow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's yeah, there's certain weird, goofy things. I'm trying to think of like, other things, like toothpaste. I got really specific about toothpaste, oh, yeah. and I like a very specific kind of like it's a little pricey, and like it's all we you know, oh. Brooklyn. I like this like cleans teeth right, yeah, man. It's yeah. fucking nice, but it works, and you know. So, and I mean, if you think about toothpaste, you don't use that much every day. Yeah. You brush your teeth twice a day and it's like a little dollop. And like, you need it. So. You need it to. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper than dentures. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. like toothpaste and floss, like you get the stuff you like and it might cost a little bit more than the other stuff. Mm -hmm. It still lasts forever. Right. So like sometimes <laughs> there's that cheaper investment on the front end that looks big, but in the long run it's going to be. Long teeth run. are a phenomenal example of that because any extensive dental work is expensive as fuck. Expensive and painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Ugh, I had, uh, I had a, I got hit a couple years ago. I had like a cracked tooth. Ooh. And it, like part of it broke and yeah. shit. And I didn't get it fixed for a long time. And it turned and just fucking it's mayhem. Got fucked up. Yeah, it was bad. Mm. Um. But then just recently, yeah, I got like knocked in my face again. Like almost knocked my two front teeth out. I was like, yeah, I should probably start wearing my mouthpiece again. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's cheaper. Than yeah, new teeth. Exactly. Yeah. No, I always have uh, one of those little sisu mouthpieces that I wear when I yeah. when I when yeah. I drill. So this is that's this is a funny <laughs> example of like that skimping thing go gone wrong. I like uh, I, should, I like uh, I wanted the nice mouthpiece. I used to have the sweet shock doctor one. I lost oh. it. It fit perfectly. And at the time, I was like, oh, I was got a cheap boiling bite. Oh. You know, whatever. Yeah. No, no. You always got. to, I mean, and yeah. at the time, also like <clears throat> you know, I downgraded again because I was like. Uh, I don't like how big they were, so I was like, oh, chew gum. And that just fucking no. doesn't yeah. do anything when it comes to like a fist or a knee in your face. So, like, <laughs> no, I've, got, I've, got a new, I've got a new double shock doctor, yeah. the one that, I, one that I like. And um, I got to remold it, not my teeth all back in place. Yeah. I'm going to start. But I like wearing my Sisu because it's super protective. Mm -hmm. I need to get a bottom clip one too. <laughs> but because um, when I drill and jujitsu, it's just easier to talk to people. Yeah, that's what I like too. Oh, like, okay. yeah. Cause but if I'm striking or I'm doing anything else, I'm have I got my fucking double. Give me! You can't understand a word I say. Yeah. But my jaw is not broken and my teeth are in place. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the types that I had when I had braces and was like wrestling and doing mm -hmm. football and crap like that. Like just that chunky fucking. But at the same time, it was.
wasn't remotely flexy or anything. No, they, no gif. They've gotten, they've gotten a lot better over the yeah, years. Yeah, so like then it was just like better. biting down like a rock and then getting hit and ugh, yeah, it just, would suck. Well, yeah. Or just go to your dentist and see if they make you one. A little clipping ones from the yeah, dentist. Yeah. Oh. yeah, exactly. Talk to your dentist. Like, yeah. I wanna, actually, that's what I want to get for my bottom teeth. I talked to my dentist about that and I forgot to ask last time I went. Yeah. Oh, I fucking want to do that. Chip these teeth the other day. Like, Ooh. It was pretty solid. Oh, I got my fourth stripe <gasps> on my brown belt. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I leave it hanging in the room or whatever. Yeah. And like, uh, I came back in for class. I was tying it on. like just didn't think about it. And someone was like, hey, did you your fourth stripe? And I was like, yeah. I did? Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Like, I guess I cool. did. Um, That's so, yeah. cool. Um, so yeah. So you're almost there. Stepped in the right direction, oh, I suppose. I gotta tell you this. <laughs> so after class yesterday, I'm in the locker room getting changed, and um, one of uh, one of the black belts, Ronan Joe, real cool dude. I swear to God, this guy. Know Joe. He's oh, he's awesome. awesome. I swear he was a gym teacher in the '90s. <laughs> I, I, like, where's your whistle, Joe? But um, <laughs> he was like, "Congratulations on your new belt, man." I'm like, "Thanks." He's like, "How you like it?" I'm like, "Holds my key together really well." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, don't really care, huh?" I'm like. Not really, man. I mean, I kind of want to, but eh. yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "Oh, well, you know, it's a, it's a big deal, though. You know, you're finally not a white belt." And I thought to myself, "Joe doesn't listen to podcasts." <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, I love Been being through. a white belt, man. Through. Yeah, it's like, I love being a white belt. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, that uh, was a funny conversation. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. See, like that's just and. Nobody knows, you know, yeah. unless they listen or, you know, whatever. Unless they know me well know enough to yeah. know they like, oh, yeah. Oh, and I almost, I almost hit a sweet-ass triangle. Yeah. Whereas Nogi and um, this one dude that he's fairly new, he's an MMA fighter, has, um, but hasn't been doing MMA for very long. He said maybe a year. He's got phenomenal underhooks. Mm -hmm. And um, just real fun, chill-out dude to roll with. Flexible, too. Mm -hmm. And um, we were doing Nogi and we're rolling, and I was on... Kind of like in a weird like top half position and his belly was a little bit belly down and i put like a half nelson on him mm -hmm. i did like but like a judo half nelson that you would use to roll someone to pin them mm -hmm. and so i half nelson them and rolled them and i was hiding the triangle choke i was gonna flip in the guard and triangle choke and i got halfway in and i got my leg around him and almost got it and he got out and i was like damn it you ruined my trick it was 80 percent awesome <laughs> about the 80% awesome like yeah. I planned ahead and got something cool mm -hmm. like I'm moving in a good direction <laughs> yeah very small scale of like how planning and little pieces can yeah go into that was that. super fun because plus it was also nogi which I don't oh, yeah. do often yeah and so to have like a path forward and have a really good sort of stalemate match with someone who's actually very good mm -hmm. was super fun that's um, yeah that's sort of the fun thing too like when you get and you're starting to get your seasoning and whatnot, you know, like mm -hmm. you start to really have these like fun competitive matches with, yeah. you know. And we we drilled um, half guard double hook. It was like mm -hmm. this deep half thing and I was actually hook. Chris. Yeah, I was drilling with Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were partners. About it. We were having fun with it. Yeah, but he's a he's a giant person, but mm -hmm. a wonderful partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very helpful. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's a good drill partner for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. We were talking about that on Sunday, one of these days, last last time he came in. Mm -hmm. um, but because I was, because I like to play truck and stuff, and I like I'll mm -hmm. use that and to like sit up and stuff and do like octopus yeah. guard, like weird shit. Yeah. Um, or like just trying to sweep. So and I had seen that double hook. I think I don't remember who maybe. I don't know, Dean Lister, some crazy leg lock person, but yeah. um, then yeah, Chris started breaking it down from Jake and because Jake's been doing it for a yeah, month, I guess. Yeah. Like I've done it twice, and yeah. Chris said I was doing really well for having done it two classes. I was like, thanks, man. Tied up. But, um, yeah, it's cool because it's just an entry from a deep half. Mm -hmm. It's actually a very simple entry to get to the back door and clamp the yeah. leg down, and then you just switch the feet. Yeah. And even like other yeah. reactions too, like neon belly, knee slice, like that's pretty. Yeah, there's a lot comes like, off of it. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's common. Yeah. But you know what else he was talking about too that he noticed that um I was talking about how uh I, was, I did something oh he was he kept uh he kept doing Sean Daughtry's um like the um cat the um calf slicer from the truck mm -hmm. just because he was rolling into that with the double hook 
And I was like, oh, I learned that from Sean. I learned that from Sean. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, so did I. <laughs> and, and he was, it was funny. I was telling about, I was talking about how like Sean is the anti-Jake. And he goes, I noticed that too. <laughs> Everything that Jake does, you can just tie all Sean stuff into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just match right up. Yep. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, someone else saw it. Cool. <laughs> it's so cool that there's so many like parallels and puzzle pieces in like terms of people that can teach stuff and grappling. You know. Oh, I love it, man. So but yeah, cool. when you start to see things, when you start to see how two different people that don't necessarily know each other, how do different things, but how there's like a connection. Mm-hmm. And you can start to piece things together, and so you have these two completely different styles all of a sudden on one style. Yeah, well, it's just like, <laughs> what one thing can mean to two different people can create two totally dope things. Yeah, because then, then they can splice back and forth and create a whole other thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, drilling with Chris, we were both doing it. Mm-hmm. We were both doing Sean's stuff off Jake's stuff. Yeah, yeah. Chris was yeah. at that seminar. Yeah, <laughs> and then we were like, oh, oh, yeah, because yeah. it was so. It ended up kind of being a perfect partner because he's kind of the only guy I could do that with because mm-hmm. I'm not great at it, but he's and he's freaking awesome at it. But we both know what it is. It also helps yeah. a lot when you have a drill partner that knows how to react. Yes, like and also knows how to tell you how to react, which yeah. is really helpful for me because I, like I said, second class on this stuff, I kind of didn't know where to move. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 do this. You know. That'll yeah. be a better partner and not hurt myself. Yeah, you know, which is like the skyrocket in my understanding of all of it. Right, it's quite really nice. Have, yeah, having someone who knows how to react and like kind of even like can like mildly correct on the fly because they know what you mean and not what you said. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, phenomenal right there. Yeah. That's when you know you got your ooky. <laughs> yeah, that's when you got when you know you're with someone that. Like you clicked with well, yeah. But yeah, like he's that kind of partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you don't feel like in danger or like you're screwing anything up even when you're screwing anything up. Yeah. Yeah. Chris has been dreaming for a very long time. He's like, dope, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like some people and other people, like some people don't necessarily get the like recognition and skill necessarily, or you know, mm. uh, or just uh, I think. More people should be like, damn, that guy's good. That guy's good. You know, I think everyone should bring each other up. Be like, that guy's good. This guy's good. You know, instead of just being like, I don't know. know, Jiu-Jitsu is so internal that sometimes people forget to, like, bring up other people, too. And I've had issues with that entirely my entire early career. So, like, I used to to have trouble with that. But I started, I did this thing, um, definitely in Taekwondo, after I was a black belt, when, um, I understood enough to be able to break things down and remember things right is certain moves like footwork like kicking combinations or reactions things I always try to remember who taught it to me mm-hmm. say I learned this from this person at this thing and I ask, so there's a story behind a bunch of stuff I and mean, I'll be able to bust out the story that way I can give someone recognition mm-hmm. and kind of like keep the legend alive almost yep. you know yep. but yeah like that was a that I think that happens a lot with a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I think people just don't either don't realize it. Most of the time, they just don't realize it. Yeah, you know? I think it's so. Like I think that might be like an American thing or something. Like you don't pay homage to your you don't your pay homage past, to your elders. teachers or yeah. elders. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <coughs> yeah. So it's not. It's like lost upon some people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I try to. I always make it a point to try to remember things, and like I just kind of set it up in my mind that I can't think of it all at once all the time. But when I do one thing. Don't remind me of a story. I'll be like, oh yeah, I learned this from this guy, this mm-hmm. thing, and then, uh, you know, put a history on it. Yeah. And I think as a teacher, that helps people remember it better too. Absolutely. It gives it a context. It gives it an environment. Yeah, it gives it a place to live in your head because it's a story. And yeah. Not just, like, you know. right now, like I was teaching like some front headlock stuff and like some guillotine stuff, uh, but it was like directly from what I learned from like Gary Tony and Gordon Ryan at seminar oh. that I went to. Like, it was directly out of that. Oh, that's like, cool. You know, try something. Out of the system. Yeah. So, and then and that's what I was saying at like the end. I was like, if you don't believe me, you can go talk to them. Yeah. You know. <laughs> John Danaher's recent post on Instagram yeah. about three positions right. that they're, you need to have in Jiu Jitsu. Headlock. Front headlock be one of them. Pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> if you don't okay. believe me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really good week, man. Like, it started off rough. So, like, I'll tell you that. Like, yeah. it started off fucking rough until like Wednesday. <laughs> like, like Sunday late Sunday to Wednesday I was just like fucking dipping yeah. you know just overall so it was nice to come out on like an upswing finish off the week strong you know it's cool I'm, I'm better today than I was yesterday yeah by yesterday I was 
fucking dead. Yeah. Just sore, can't breathe, haven't been able to sleep because I'm coughing all the time. Mm-hmm. But I've had an awesome training week. Yeah. I've trained so much this week, and every training session has been phenomenal. I feel great, yet I feel like shit. Yeah. And so I slept better last night. Yeah. I woke up for about an hour and just had some tea and hacked my brains out. And then I was like, oh, I'm good. Yep. And I went back to bed. Dude, but, um, yeah. Now I, f- I feel pretty darn good today. Like, I'm on the I'm on the come up. Yeah, like, me too. The come back. Yeah, I was in the... And, like, it's just kind of funny because last week we were talking about, like, the... The, the, wave, yeah, the of, wave of it, yeah. Of, we kind of got of, hit by the down wave. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> hitting the down wave. But I'm on the upstroke, so... Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm just kind of related to last week too. Is I kept the momentum going even though I didn't. Yeah, feel like, yeah, like that was the still... thing. Like that was almost what kind of kept the ball rolling. Was like training momentum. I was like, I feel kind of like shit elsewhere, so I'm gonna train like a motherfucker, and then mm-hmm. it'll be good, you mm-hmm. know. And like, uh, kind of like we're playing with like maces and stuff, and like learning cool things with that. It's like that's really fun. It's like a different skill and just yeah. um, sledgehammers are cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a. Yeah. I don't have to pay for it, so <laughs> I don't do shit though. Um, but just even if it's just like change again, like changing the routine to throw in a new thing to mm-hmm. you know, it might be in the same neighborhood, but yeah. you know, you go down the street and try something else. Yeah, well, I, mm-hmm. it's so funny you say that. I started a new phase, a new training phase um, this week. Because I kind of was building it last week, and I kind of went into it. Yeah, I kind of kind of started it on Saturday last week, but um, this week has been sort of the first full week of the new training phase, which is one of the, like a new thing to kind of keep you going. And the beginning of a phase is always easier. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it's the beginning of the phase. Everything's really scaled down. I'm just starting new stuff. Like I can train through this. Mm-hmm. It's cool, and that kind of helped the momentum keep going. It was yeah, like, I think maybe that's something that I know that I've had trouble with in the past, and I've seen trouble seen trouble in other people like when they start something they're like I have to have the most extreme oh. it's like they get the garage door and all the shit and when they don't need that just yet you know I mean, if they start yeah. scale up start small start they like small, go for like the Mike Daniels 10 year season approach to this yeah. start with day the socks one. yeah start, start with the socks yeah. start with the socks trust the process start with the garage doors you you'll get I mean? to the Google garage door <laughs> yeah uh, <clears throat> and like that's things that you know that I've struggled with and like um, it doesn't work so mm-hmm. you gotta scale up too much too fast you're yeah. gonna fail no and um and I, I was also what I'm joking with um when Joe when I was disappointing Joe with how un- <laughs> uninspired I was by my friend though yeah I was like well here's a cool upside to it though it's like I you know I finally got back on a good schedule of training I haven't been on training much and I finally got back and then like literally the day I come back to regular training Jake gives me a blue belt I was like that was that was actually really motivating dude mm-hmm. felt real good yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Like some, <laughs> that's what I think. Like a promotion, like should be. That's why I don't like. Sometimes you know people have a great tournament, whatnot, and they throw a belt on them on the podium. Like that's cool and stuff. But I think yeah. like it's a fun story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fun story. But like at the same time, like I think you should be consistent. Obviously, they're consistently training well and stuff. They're winning a tournament like that. Hopefully, yeah. Um, but like just learning how to like scale up and pick up your skills and like do that all the way up. So like you do that the blue belt purple belt yeah. and, and then they start to break it down to like blue belt three stripe yeah. four stripe purple you know yeah. just scale 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 small scale small improvements just getting that like one percent better every day mentality dude I saw when my daughter was a little kid and she was probably two three I was um I was like you know what the trick to life is buddy she's like what's the trick papa because anytime you see what she does this all the time get a little bit better every day and so like we'll look at each other and be like you know and that's the trick that's I did like top of the year I just like reiterate rules and stuff with like kids just like well you're shooting the bathroom over and like the end of the attack you know and it's like get a little better each day and they're like there's a new rule and I was like yeah and I look at that and they're like and then we talked about like what do you think that means blah 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 so like um trying to spread that seed early you know yeah, get the idea and get the, the idea. mindset, dude. Yeah, growth like, mindset. Just get a little better. Uh, <clears throat> set yourself up. So yeah, set success yourself up for way. success, not the failures. Yeah, or set yourself up to fail forward, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> even if, yeah, and it just, that always kind of brings me back to that Theodore Roosevelt quote, you know, among the timid oh, souls, souls. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, I have yeah, it hanging on. I have it hanging in my living room. I got that. Someone gave me that 
going into my first kickboxing match, this little card with that. Oh, neat! A little card. That's cool. Yeah, and had that on there. It was really cool. And like, I've always had it six. It sits on my. I have a big painting. Well, it's like a re, uh, reprint, obviously, of a painting of a boxer knocking another boxer out of a ring. Yeah. I had that tucked in the corner. That's cool. very cool. But yeah, that speech is called "The Man in the Arena." Yeah, it's very pop, very famous. Yeah, popular among Roosevelt. combat sports. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, Teddy Roosevelt was a combat sports athlete. He had so yeah. that's, that's a kind of guy who got experienced. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you look at his history. Like when his wife and his mother die on the same mm-hmm. day, and he just goes, "Fuck it, I'm leaving." Mm-hmm. Goes into Rough Riders. Yeah, and, dude. You know, does all that, and yeah. then lost in like separated a retina in the White House mm-hmm. boxing. Yeah, like lost that little sight in one of his eyes. Yep. Just boxing in the White House. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you that's. Yeah. Brought jujitsu people into yeah, the White House, dude. and, and then really? said, and and quoted to his son <laughs> that jujitsu is superior to wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh, it end. I mean, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, talk about someone who had that mentality and then took it to the fucking hill. You know, like, <laughs> extreme man. Uh, yeah. And that's someone who was you know very limited as a kid physically, and you know. Uh, but he took that <clears throat> kind of impingement as a child and blasted it into adulthood. Yeah. Just into a robust, massive personality. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the greatest presidents of the United States of America. Quite possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was definitely, he's definitely in the top three. Yeah. For sure. Even if, like, you don't <laughs> agree with pol- you know, his political, yeah, whatever. politics. All his other shit's bad. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really, really care about that shit. I've read yeah. it couple biographies and stuff and that show was pretty dry yeah uh, all the other stuff is great yeah it's <laughs> his awesome, hunting man. journals and like crazy shit like that yeah, yeah. he's um, a badass dude yeah <laughs> and I don't know it's just like people and just uh, don't get me wrong because like we're in the combat sports realm all the time yeah. so like where we live so that's kind of like normal mm-hmm. and like you see someone come in you like you know they're gonna develop the grit that they need to do those type of bit adventurous things through martial arts, you know what I mean? You get like yeah. certain people mm-hmm. like this is going to help them mm-hmm. so much to that's going to push, them. yeah, propel yeah. them. So yeah. like, because yeah. Um, um, yeah, it did for me. I know that. Yeah, for me with, as well. Without like, martial arts and training, I never would have been able to do the things. I did. I don't even like. Sometimes I don't even like thinking about what it would be like if I didn't do any of this. Oh. Shit. Like, yeah, I've done like, that before. Oh I'm like, no, no. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you like look back and get blue about whatever bad shit happened. Then you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have it any other way. Like, I've changed mm-hmm. fucking certain things here and there, obviously. But like, this is what I wanted to do as a child, sort of. And then I just kind of got older and older and older, and never grew up. And this is here where you know, well, here we are. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not dead or in jail. So, so hey, keep the ball rolling. Success. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very small scale, so, you know, yeah, we're you know. scaling up. <laughs> scaling up, getting better. Bars rising. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the next holiday coming up is freaking Valentine's Day, dog. Yeah, yeah. I already got my cake ordered, baby. Yeah. Slice. I was, I'm, I was thinking yeah. about it. I was thinking about getting, mm. well, I'm not going to spoil any surprises, but, you know, I was thinking about it. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, um, I might get some cake for myself, too. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's, you know, we were in that downslope. So I, then again, I were a couple episodes ago talking about just like the atmosphere and like other shit going on around us. We can't really perceive and know oh, yeah. Yeah. there's shit shifting around. When that momentum kicks, you might, it might kick you into that downswing. Yeah. Initially. And then, but it's going to fucking propel you like the arrow drawback shoot thing, you know, that whole yeah. fucking adage. I mean, sometimes um, you get smashed by the wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still end up on the beach. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of the same thing. So like. Mm. And, and you know, people perceive, and obviously change can be uncomfortable and stuff, but like, mm. and I don't want to say like I'm, certain people can be like callous to it and they're just like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. You yeah. know, they adapt well, that's great. Yeah. Um, certain people can be like very, they like dig their heels into it. It's like, nah, dude, like flow yeah, yeah, with yeah. it a little bit. You need yeah. that. Like, don't dig in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's cool. It's good. Um, again, because of past things that, similar and didn't go well so they're like fuck this I'm like i understand that yeah. entirely but, but parameters are different things are different people are different you know yeah, i mean learn from the experience and, well that thing yeah. too you, like, you react differently if you, even if you're like it's good that you you're recognizing choose, this you can and, choose to react differently yeah. that's a that's a weird thing to learn because you can say that 
to do it. Yeah, to practice you know, it. Yeah, to practice it. And but then having a big adventure can help that. Absolutely. Uh, even if it just gives you an anchor point in your life, of I did this cool ass thing, mm-hmm. and then you can have that. You know, but build a bunch of those anchor points, it's even better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. the weird thing about my personality too. Is like I like to collect things. Mm, as a child, like I just like I liked smushed pennies. I liked. Yeah. You know, weird collections of things, but like weird collections of things I had done, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I like to have like a souvenir from an experience. Little token, something, you know, like, yeah, a small token, like your chunks of you know, stuff like that. I'll say that on there. I, I got a whole shelf devoted to it now. By the way, yeah, yeah. Uh, shelf, cool shit. You might not be allowed to have or whatever, but you know, <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, I'm allowed to have it. Yeah, because well, you got it. So <laughs> I got it. It was cool. Um, <laughs> But little momentums, little tokens, and like, mm-hmm. as like the age, you know, I've tried to like shift those into more meaningful things, like collections of experiences, collections of like yeah. I want a passport full of fucking stamps. You know what I mean? I yeah. Want, you want the collections mm-hmm. of things that. Oh yeah, are very a, as, as you get older, the the tokens need to get smaller. Yeah. Because then you need to have space for them, right? If you want to be able to keep them and have them, yeah, you know. So yeah, starting at just like the youngest age I can remember up till now, I've always had a tiny little box of my shit that I keep away. That's my little trinkets. Oh yeah, I have trinkets from when I was a baby till you know what movie take fucking when I was a kid. Like Mm -hmm. weird. It's like a time capsule almost. Look back like what the hell? My memory box. Yeah, I have an old ass cardboard box. I think everyone has their weird little kid. Like yeah, their weird box of things. They're like I can't throw that away. I actually actually went through it um, a few months ago and picked out all the taekwondo stuff out of it. Mm -hmm. And I have all the Taekwondo stuff in like another box now. Yeah. So I was going to make a poster and then I was like, I got too much shit for a poster. Mm. I need to make a scrapbook. Uh, and uh, so I've been kind of collecting that stuff again. And it's amazing how much of it I still have. Mm-hmm. Just little flyers and pictures. Yeah. And, you, know. you should like laminate them or like do mm-hmm. something. that. Really yeah, I want, to, I want to put them all together yeah, somehow. I have a friend sweet. who scrapbooks really well. I want to just yeah. give it to her. Yeah, <laughs> like to make this awesome. <laughs> yeah, because she can make it awesome. Uh, Man, I have a mad respect for people who can do that. Just like, here, make this awesome, and just like make it sentimental. And all. Like, I can't necessarily always do that. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm not great at that. I mean, I'm, you're great. So this, you're a great intuitive gift giver. Like, you can do I that. Can do that. You're a fucking phenomenal. Thing. <laughs> I'm not good at that either. Like, mm. you know, like just certain things like that. Like, mm. everyone has their own like spin of like meaningful things. You know. You got yeah. I mean, well. Not everybody. Lots of people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some people are callous dickheads. Yeah, like, don't but, get me um, wrong, but or like, they're just oblivious. And I've been blessed yeah. to be around a lot but, of really phenomenal people, and like that's yeah. the kind of thing. You're also, you're aware of it. Yeah, you have, you have gratitude and empathy. Yeah, which I think leads to being a good friend, being I, a reliable, being a go-to person, being a guy you know people can call or talk to, or just you show up with something little like that Batman keychain you gave me. It's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, like little things, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's hanging on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like like that little card. Like I have that. Like yeah. little things. Like it doesn't have to be. It like, doesn't have to be anything. That's, or even like when people spend tons of money on a gift or whatever and there's no meaning behind it. It's just like, yeah, it's got me a thing. It's just like, it yeah. doesn't buy love, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I had one, um, let's talk about like cool little gifts. I had a, a student long ago. His parents were, well, he's Japanese. And he was moving back to Japan. Oh, it was so sad. I love that kid. But he got me this pen set. It was a pen and a pencil, and they were, like, really nice. Mm-hmm. I still have that. Oh, they're so awesome. Always have it. Oh, they're so cool. But, like, I remember him and this whole story behind that. But, like, when he, he went back to Japan, he was really sad because he liked he grew up in the States. But he was still little. He was probably eight or nine when he gave this to me. And um, it would be funny when I go to Japan if I see him. That'd be nuts. Oh, no, dude. It probably happened. It happens all the time. But, um, yeah. But, like, just, you know, a cool little thing like that. That was a super, like, heartfelt gift. He was Mm -hmm. trying to find something cool to give to his Taekwondo teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a neat thing. Mm -hmm. But I have have a lot of stuff like that. Like, um, on the wall going on the steps, that drawing of Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. One of my students gave me that for Christmas. That's sweet. Yeah, he found it at the fair or something. And was like... I knew you'd like this. I'm like, yes, I would. I had it. I kept it for years, just sort of in a box, like it's gonna hang on a wall one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And then I finally, you know, got it. You know, I have a lot of stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm, there's so many things like that. Like, <laughs> for instance, like even when I worked at the Y, right? Mm-hmm. And when I did that, or that phase of my life. Uh, <laughs> 
However, like, there's a lot of phenomenal people there, like, that did really nice things for me. Like, there's this really old lady who gave me summer sausages around Christmas, and, like, that was great. Like, that was the most meaningful, wonderful little gift. Oh, yeah, man. You know? Yeah, like, when I was, was like, a personal trainer, I had, I had a lot of people like that. Like, yeah. the job itself sucked, but the clients yeah. were great. Yeah, the people, people were, were cool. so cool. They would bring you cool stuff. Yeah, and, like, just... Feed you. Yeah. Yeah. It was great, so, like... And you can't like shit on that regard at all. So like, mm. so that brings me to the point of like, the people along the way and like you know, the, mm. along the ways on those that's adventures. The, that's the funnest part of the adventures: the people you meet. Yeah, people you meet, the people that are helping you. Because like, I don't oh. care who you are. There's people helping you out. Like a everyone. lot of somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, everyone. Because even if you're like a lone soul in the universe, some the universe is gonna send you someone to help you out. Something. Yeah. Like, even totally. if it's just even if it's just like one time I got lost in China, mm-hmm. and some dude. Spoke a totally different dialect of Chinese than I did. Just grabbed me and was like, "No, get on this bus and no, go that way." And like, got me home. Yeah, See, <laughs> I'm so grateful for that guy. That was your guardian angel, bro. <laughs> yeah. Weirder, weirder <clears throat> aspect of a story like that. Me and my buddy, we just got into New York City, right? Yeah. Boom for a tournament, whatever. We both had to pee so bad, right? <laughs> uh, but every place, we couldn't find a fucking gas station. And like any any other place was like, you gotta buy something, you gotta buy something. They wouldn't even let us fucking in. Yeah. Uh, we're like, please, we just had fucking piss. And then this guy out of nowhere came. He's like, you guys gotta pee? He's like, come over here. He's like, unlock this gate to an alley. Like there was a gated alley. And he's like, he just let us into his alley to pee. And then he unlocked a gate, let ah. us pee, let us leave, unlocked the gate and walked away. Just awesome. <laughs> like, awesome. Like why? And I was like, I'm sitting like peeing, like thinking, like, is he gonna kill us right now? Like we're in his alley, his locked alleyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is solid. Maybe we're, we're in a pretty uh, rough yeah. spot. You know, he's got us literally with our pants down. So. Yeah. It's the fine line between, you know, like a nice deed and a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So like, but that's just like the next option. I was like, I, in my head, like the next choice was to run across the street to Central Park and piss there. In my head, I was like, I don't want to do that. I was like, I want to piss in Central Park. It was like a nicer oh, section. Cool. I don't want to yeah. do that. But this guy was like randomly just came out of kind of nowhere and did that. We <laughs> were just like cracking up. That's cool. Yeah, it's very. But like also, why do you have a locked alley? <laughs> so you, so can you can choose to like yeah. yeah. Other than like everyone is peasing. When I go back to that. To, New York, or whatever. He's like, you owe me a favor. He's like, he's gonna find me. And, like, all um, right. They're like, dude, all right. I do. You help what, me out, what buddy. Do you he's like, <laughs> yeah. So, well, weird stories, like strange, synchronicitous, weird things. That's <laughs> what happens when you put yourself out there in the adventure, man. Yeah. But on that note, I gotta finish up. I gotta, yeah. I gotta teach. Gotta teach. Yeah. Let's do it. It's been a phenomenal week. Heck yeah, I man. It's have good. another phenomenal week coming up. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to anything wrapping up. Cool. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Keep it copyrighted, everybody. Peace in, babies.